You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. You're listening to the Writer Than You podcast. Oh, happy hump day, as D-Cell really likes to say. Good morning on this Wednesday. Bill Ryder with you. Thank you for being here. We're coming to you live from the Rocket Mortgage Studios. When you need cash out of your home and a simple way to get it, Rocket can. Full show today. A lot going on. Sports world bursting at the seams. Yankees win and advance, but no rest for the victorious. They play the Astros tonight, the Phillies continue to surge. We've got the world's, this is saying something, worst diss track ever. Jerry Jones and Bobby Cakes, Robert Kraft, got a little bit of a kerfuffle that we'll get into. Again, that news broken by, reported by our friend, my old college buddy, friend of the show, ESPN's Seth Wickersham. This is interesting. I don't know if we'll get to it when we have a two-hour show. D-Cell this morning let me know that he watched all of Riverdale and really wants to get into Archie and, is it Jugman? I don't know. And Veronica and what, you know, what happened on that teenage drama Netflix, I think it's Netflix show. He'll let us know. I'm excited. Uh, Dan Wetzel, who we've had on the show several times, not for a minute though, really, really talented national columnist over at, at Yahoo Sports, to say he specializes on in something is not to take away from his knowledge on all things, but really, really focused on, knowledgeable on, writing a lot right now about college football. So we'll have probably a college football-focused conversation with Dan in an hour. Last night was the opening of the NBA season. We've got some takeaways from that. I'm not doing a take on this, but I do think it's interesting, the pointed, calculated candor that both LeBron James last night and Aaron Rodgers in general use. There's a pettiness to both those guys, despite the excellence. Some version of, well, I'm just going to be honest, those guys suck. And that happened last night for LeBron. More of a we suck. But he's not including himself because he had a pretty amazing night. We'll, we'll dive into that. Phone number is 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. You can call to say hi to D-Cell. You can call to get on the air. You can call to give your opinion. Tell us what you want us to talk about. Talk Riverdale with Tommy, whatever you want to do. Uh, on Twitter, at DCellCBS for, for Tom, for Pretty Daddy over there. At Andrew Bogish for Bogey, who will be here in about 20 minutes. We'll be hanging out talking. And you can hit me up, sports writer, sports R-E-I-T-E-R. Even all of you who enjoyed, man, I struggled in the first game betting-wise yesterday. But a little bit of a comeback. All right, let's 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 start here. Decel, good morning, Tom. You, you, you doing well? Good morning, Bill. Happy hump day to you. Doing I, very I well. Use a little comparison to get into the, the news of the day here. That's your thing, but I want to make sure. Has Riverdale surpassed the, the Christopher Nolan Batman movies, or is, or is that Batman trilogy still your, your thing? It's trending that way, I'll be honest, but it has not passed okay. it yet. Good recommendation, though, by you. Then I'm going to use this. I'm going to misquote Jim Gordon, as Tom knows, the police commissioner in every Batman Jim Ursay is not the hero that we deserve, but he is the hero that we need. If you missed the news yesterday, and the man, what is going on in the world? There's everything is about drama, 
right? Biggest NFL news right now, Jim Irsay calling, basically, I'll let you hear it in a second, for the removal of Dan Snyder, the commander's owner. And on the same news cycle, in unrelated NFL news, in a meeting in person about the compensation package of Roger Goodell is the kerfuffle we'll get into later between Jerry Jones and Robert Kraft. And remember, of the six betting favorites to win an NBA championship this year, four of them are dealing with self-inflicted, drama-induced wounds, and that's before we get into a Lakers team where LeBron says, well, we're not constructed to be good at basketball, and I don't even know if we'll hit this, where Westbrook blames his almost injury on his new coach, bringing him off the bench. Jim Mersey, at the lead of the drama-driven news cycle. Not the hero we deserve, but the hero that we need. Jim Mersey, the narrative has gone, is the wrong guy because of his past to lead the charge against Dan Snyder. Get it? Understand it? DUI several years ago. Police alleged there were pills in the car. The kind of ugly public crime, it's a crime obviously to drink and drive, that would get most players serious scrutiny under the personal conduct policy that Roger Goodell enforces unevenly, but often with an iron fist. But that take on Ursay is wrong. He's the perfect guy. And I'll get into why in a second. He's the absolute right person. Because remember, Dan Snyder, under multiple investigations, another news cycle today, another part of this, sort of unrelated but connected to the Dan Snyder is an onion of awfulness. He's an onion of, of rancid reality of the commander's organization. You just peel a layer and like, oh, there's another one. Another story that, again, we'll try to hit, but I don't know how much detail we'll get into. One of the investigations the NFL has done into Dan Snyder, the very investigation that owners are waiting to conclude and look at the results to perhaps move on, on, on Snyder to get rid of that, again, you'll hear from Mercy in a second. In that investigation, the NFL according to an attorney for several of the women who gave honest, it's not testimony because it's not a legal, it's not a legal hearing, but honest interviews were promised anonymity, according to an attorney for those women. And now that attorney is complaining the NFL may have revealed who they were to Dan Snyder, and it resulted in harassment consequences, career problems. A lot going on here. Remember, Dan Snyder reportedly, also from Seth Wickersham and his colleagues, our buddy Seth Wickersham, Dan Snyder reportedly hired private investigators to get dirt on other owners. That's called blackmail, if the allegations are true. Dan Snyder has had a history of allegations ranging from investigations that have followed suit from the NFL and from Congress. I mean, I can go through all of it. Dan Snyder and the reporting at the Washington Post in particular for years has underscored this. And Jason Lockenfora, my former colleague at CBS Sports, now back at the Washington Post, covered Snyder before, covers him now, has done a great job on this. Dan Snyder has had a culture in that organization that he has led that has been problematic in the extreme, both in terms of just how you treat human beings, according to those allegations, and certainly football success, and the commanders are a raging disaster. But to hear an NFL owner come out and publicly, on a microphone, for the world to to hear, where a guy like me on CBS Sports Radio can can play this for you, and this is Jim Irsay, to hear, hear Jim Irsay, in effect, begin the politicking and the charge to remove Dan Snyder as an owner is jaw-dropping. You know, it's a difficult situation. Um, You know, I believe that there's merit to remove him as owner. I think it's something that uh, we have to review. We have to look at all 
the evidence and we have to be thorough in going forward. But, um, you know, I think it's something that has to be given serious consideration to. Unfortunately, I believe that that's the road we probably need to go down and we just need to finish the investigation. But it's gravely concerning to me um, the things that have occurred there over the last 20 years. That is a stunning revelation. And that statement alone is literally the best thing that has happened to the fans of that football team in a decade or more. Literally. Two things here. I'm going to tell you in a moment why why Ursay is the right guy to make the charge on this, but let's put it in the proper context. Because the news, in terms of what is leaked and what comes out, isn't always linear. Sometimes the effect comes before the cause, because it's hard to see what's going on behind the scenes. So if we back up a week or so, when ESPN, Seth Wickersham and his colleagues, reported concerns that Dan Snyder was prepared to, in effect, take other owners down with him, when they reported allegations that Dan Snyder had collected dirt on other owners, when they reported and we discussed the sort of bizarre story, credible, very credible, remember, Seth Wickersham, uh, not a junior, I can never remember the, remember the guy's first name, those reporters, and Seth in particular, have broken all kinds of stories over the years. It was interesting, it was fascinating, it was all just also just kind of like, that's pretty aggressive. But if Dan Snyder knew behind the scenes that this was coming, if there was already a movement to remove him, if there were already owners discussing and talking about, okay, we got to line up the votes, the, the investigation from the NFL is going to be out pretty soon, we got to go get this guy, it would make sense why Snyder would have a response that's that aggressive and why that story might bubble up first. The reporters got to that information about the allegations that Snyder was ready to react before owners like Jim Irsay were willing to go on the record and say, well, here's kind of where we're at. There was, they were pushing for Snyder to be removed weeks ago. We just found out about it in a very definitive way yesterday. Part, part two, and I think it's important. And I understand the response. Saw all over Twitter, heard all over sports media, including from colleagues I respect here at CBS Sports Radio, like, oh, this is great, but Bursay's not really the guy. It's too, his, his, he's not a great owner, and it's his arrest, and just the, the things, the cloud that's been over him really make him the wrong dude. I will agree to disagree, and I think that misses the reality. Dan Snyder, if the allegations are true, if Dan Snyder really went out and got dirt on people, that is not a empty threat. A kamikaze approach to I can't survive, therefore I'll, I'll just destroy is an effective strategy. And the people who are going to lead the charge against someone like that aren't going to be those that you and I think are squeaky clean because those people have something to lose. Now, I don't want to put a, an owner's name out there who has a great reputation and tell you maybe it's maybe there's some ugliness behind the scenes, or there probably are. But think of most owners in the NFL. no. The guy who might have the the stones, the wherewithal, maybe even the lack of self-control to say to hell with it, let's bring it on, is maybe someone whose reputation's already in tatters. I could see Jim Ursay sitting wherever he's sitting thinking, I mean, what's he going to get on me? The world already knows. Is he going to report that I drink and drive? Is he going to report that I've done pills? Is he going to report that I probably should wash my hair more than once a month? What's he going to, what are the private investigators going to find? That I look like an aged rock band wannabe loser who doesn't know how to get more than three hours sleep, and I bring it on, bro. Jim Irsay is the perfect guy 
Because Jim Irsay, to a degree, has been vetted already by his own mistakes. And we're not talking about right or wrong here. We're talking about high-level politics and power and money and survival. Every NFL owner in the National Football League, almost certainly, certainly most of them, have things that are not great that if they were revealed, you and I would judge. What's the old expression behind every great American fortune is at least one great American crime, which I'm misquoting wherever that comes from. Maybe it's from Riverdale. I don't know. Detail's been talking so much about it. Probably almost true. I mean, think about Bobby Cakes, Robert Kraft up there in New England, and what he is alleged to have gotten away with during his um, social time in a massage parlor in Florida. Now, there's going to be dirt out there. The point is that Jim Ursay has already had his dirt revealed, has already been publicly humiliated, has already had his competence, intelligence, character questioned, whether right or wrong, and he's survived. And he knows he's going to survive. The problem the NFL owners have with Dan Snyder is not they think he's done things wrong. It's that they can use the things that he is alleged to have done wrong to get rid of somebody who's bad for the NFL, and that's the difference. The problem with Dan Snyder, from the perspective of Ursay and others, isn't that he's not a good guy. I would imagine many of those folks are not good guys. Some of them are. Like, I really like Clark Hunt. Is he really a great person? Who knows? Who do, how do you ever know anybody, really? But having covered him back in the day and been around him, I think he's a pretty good person. But I do think that that's, if not the exception, it's certainly not the overwhelming norm. Now, this isn't about whether Snyder's a good guy or a bad guy. It's whether he is a ragingly incompetent, problematic, embarrassing, money-deducting, brand-destroying, fan-soul-crushing owner who never should have been allowed into the pearly gates of NFL ownership. That's what the problem is. And the NFL is going to try to use everything they can if, as Ursay has suggested, they've gotten to the point where they're like, you know what, it's time for a vote. Let's try to get enough owners to get this guy out of here. And about whether or not he's a good guy or a bad guy, it's about whether he's a good owner or a bad owner. And they think he's not a good one. And Snyder, because when you live in an ivory tower, when you're surrounded by sycophants, especially when you enact a, a bad culture, it's easy not to be able to see the forest for the trees. Dan Snyder's used to, I would imagine, according to reporting, and I believe it, snapping his fingers and saying, hey, the earth is flat, and everyone in the room around him. And DC's like, oh, that's a great point. The earth is flat. Matt, good call. Let's get Kyrie on the phone. Good, good, good call. But if you're going to take on other billionaires, other wealthy people, you better know what you're doing. And the minute Dan Snyder, if the allegations are true, starts to vocalize to the point that ESPN's reporting it, which means every owner knows it, that he's got dirt, that he, if the allegations are true, that he hired private investigators to spy on his own colleagues, it's over, man. It's a war. Jim Mersey is not the hero you and I deserve, and certainly not the Commanders fans deserve, but he's the one that we need, because what the hell does he have to lose? He can lead the charge, because the dirt that Snyder could get on him, we probably already know it, or at least shades of what it looks like. Go! I can't believe I'm saying these words. Go Jim Ursay. Team Ursay. Send me a shirt. I'll wear it. Team Ursay. Let's go. He ain't Batman. Don't get me wrong. But we need him. Team Ursay. Who knew? Next thing you know, I'm going to be, you know, walking up to Chris Paul at a public event and hugging him. Being like, I love you, man. 855-212-4CBS is the phone number if you want to give us a holler. Twitter, sports, rider, sports, R-E-I-T-E-R. Yeah, Tom, we'll get to Riverdale later. Not right now, though. Um, NBA takeaways from last night, and Dana White's launching a new league, and I want I want Cell and Bogus to participate. I'll explain next here on CBS Sports Radio. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. 
Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. You're listening to the Writer Than You podcast. All right, welcome back into the show. NBA opening night last night. The Celtics, score doesn't entirely reflect this, but largely blew the doors off the Sixers, 126-117, and the Warriors handled the Lakers. Here are my four takeaways. Here they are. Number one, what was I doing believing in Philly? The minute I watched that game, I'm like, oh my God, that's right, Doc Rivers is still the head coach. No ball, and, and James Harden played really well, so if you want to be an optimist, and I know within that organization, having talked to people within that organization quite a bit in the last few weeks, I asked them what version of James Harden they needed compared to the Harden when he was in Houston to win an NBA championship. And they said 70% they can win it, 80% they're one of the favorites. And certainly you saw that last night. But no ball movement, a bunch of hero ball, and man, Joel Embiid looked like he wanted to be anywhere else on the face of the earth. Joel Embiid looked in that game, the opener, the way Cell does when Bogish points out that maybe his concept of time and space is slightly is slightly off. He was not into it. They look like a team that was playing in the playoffs. Maybe because it's intense and feels like a big deal, and you're at the, at the TD Garden, maybe that's why they were so bad. Maybe once they settle into the regular season, Doc will you know, coach well until the games really matter. Takeaway number two for the Celtics. Extraordinary. Extraordinary effort. I know it's one game. You can't make really lasting conclusions on one game. But with Ime Odoka gone, and no Robert Williams, by the way, in that game either, they were awesome. And Tatum and, and, and Brown combined for, for 70 points, were incredibly dynamic. They looked fluid. They looked, they looked, they looked great. Uh, Warriors are, are awesome. Dominated the Lakers, even though Steph Curry didn't hit his first three until the third quarter. Even though Clay, I thought, looked way rickety even though only happened a couple times, but you saw Draymond. He didn't force passes to Poole, but he definitely forced some some picks for him. You shoot. I love you. Sort of. And the Warriors were still light years ahead of the Lakers. And then the takeaway on the Lakers, they suck at basketball. They're, they're bad. In fact, like you, you think I'm being obnoxious or why do you got to be hot-takey? LeBron had an amazing game. I don't know, 31-16-something or other. And Anthony Davis didn't have a great game, though. If you just read the box score, it looks like he did. And Westbrook's a disaster. But if you don't believe me, if you don't, if you think me saying the Lakers suck, like I don't know, like I'm like they can't shoot, they have no shooters, they're built to be losers. Don't take my word for it. 
literally post-game, take LeBron James. I think we're getting great looks, I think. Um, but it also could be teams giving us great looks. I mean, if you be completely honest, we're not a team that's constructed of, of great shooting. And that's just the, the truth of the matter is. It's not like, you know, we're sitting here with uh, a lot of lasers on our team. So, you know, but that doesn't deter us from still trying to get great shots. And when we get those opportunities, you take them. But we're not sitting here with a bunch of 40-plus career three-point shooting guys. NFL head coach or quarterback saying, you know, we're not really constructed to score points. You know, we're not really constructed to throw the ball. Not going to work. Or in baseball, yeah, we're not really constructed to pitch well. So I don't know how that's, but you know, when we get those opportunities, we're going to throw the baseball at the batter and we'll, you know, I don't know. Things are going to happen. I mean, what's the hockey equivalent, Bogus? What, Bush Hurts, what's the, what, what is the, the, the equivalent statement in, in, in hockey? It's a good question. To say like we're not really designed to stop the puck from going into the net. Got it. Yeah. Okay. Blue shirts. Yeah. I got it. And blue shirts are. That's why they're good. Yeah, they are. Let's go. Early, early days, and I still think, man, that the Sixers' offense was. I was watching that team and, I, and I, that Sixers squad, and I was thinking, okay, Embiid's amazing. Maxi looked awesome. He shoots a little too much. He's a little overly exuberant, but he's got. A very Jordan Poole sort of thing, even maybe more so. Like, that guy can be a great player. Harden was awesome. They have a bunch of 3 and D guys on the floor. P.J. Tucker didn't play great, but was they, and they couldn't put the pieces together. And I'm sitting there watching the game because I had money on Philly thinking, what is, oh, Doc Rivers, the head coach, which means they're not well-run or organized. Do you guys have any big takeaways? Do you guys watch the games? I know the, I know the, the, the Warriors game is super late for you dudes because I had to do HQ after the game. And even for me, it was late. I'm on the West Coast. Uh, yeah, zero chance I saw any Warriors-Lakers last the night. The Lakers are so bad. The Warriors, I thought, played well, but didn't... I know Steph had a lot of points, but he didn't hit a lot of threes. He wasn't trying to take over games. They just... Every, Wiseman looked really, really good. They just, everybody looked really good. And the Celtics looked awesome. I watched the entirety of Celtics 76ers. Like you, I thought James Harden played extremely well. I thought there was reasons to be confident in Philadelphia moving forward. I know the score was not indicative of... I thought they played better than the final score would indicate. I I was optimistic about Philly moving forward. I didn't like... Maybe I also had money on it, and I missed it by a single point. Embiid's Embiid's point total was 26.5. He scored 26. See, I... The box score says one thing. I just thought MB was really disinterested and passive. And I know they kept hitting this in the in the post game and the halftime show. I think Shaq in particular, but just he wasn't fighting to get the ball anywhere near the rim. He was just taking the ball near the three point line or just beyond it, and then looking super frustrated. And there were moments where where Maxi and Harden wouldn't pass anybody, and you could see. I thought MB looked really frustrated. Um, I don't want to do a total segment change, but did you guys see the, the Dana White news? Because I think, I think this could involve. I think you guys, I think it'd be interesting. For those that missed it, I didn't know this was a thing, but I'm not going to doubt Dana White. I, I I spent four days with Dana White years ago for a story, drinking with him, hanging out with him, being on stage with him before UFC became a big billion dollar business. When it was sort of successful, but now it is now, and I've seen up close the magic. So if Dana White says the Power Slap League needs to get 
the approval of the authorities in Nevada and become a thing, I'm in. And I'm just wondering if I were to get a hold of somebody at UFC and have them give us like a instructions, would you guys want to do a power slap contest with each other? And by power slap, you mean wind up and slap each other across the face, That's right? correct, yes. I have read three, one, two, three, stories about power slapping, slap fighting, excuse me. Yeah. And I won't pretend to entirely understand how this works. Apparently, in the new system, they're going to regulate it so you don't have a sumo wrestler slapping someone built like me. You, you, I guess there will be weight divisions, and, and you can't cheat. Um but yes, I, I look to the, the best of my knowledge. Yes, there is a windup involved. Absolutely. Yeah, but but don't worry. The new rules. I'm reading this. The health and safety of the competitors is number one. That's Bogus. that's great to hear. Uh, I'm happy for for those who will go down the slap fighting path. But no, I'm sorry. I just not today, Bill. What do you mean? No, not I'm today. only practicing my technique. Good. Slap somebody else. You've got plenty of takers. It features. <laughs> It features two competitors across from one another throwing slaps with open hands to each other's faces. How is this? You guys don't think there's at least a 5% chance we're in a simulation and whoever is just laughing? I mean, come on. Oh, yeah, no. Slap fighting? That's on the table. I'll accept that, that this is proof of somebody who's just playing a game and having fun with us right now. But I'm not doing with D-Cell. We are adults. We are gentlemen. Speak for yourself. I'm not an adult. There's there's only, there's a line that we cannot cross, and well, you, get, you know what I'm insulted by even the suggestion from you. I understand that you like to come in here and stir the pot and rile up D Cell, get him angry for no reason at me, but not today. I'm not letting um, it happen. I, sorry, all I heard was blah blah blah. Uh, there's <laughs> mouth guards, there's earplugs, there's a a ten point system of some kind. It's all happening. Why do you need points? It's one slap a piece, isn't it? No, I believe there's rounds in this bad boy. Oh my god! Uh, I felt like I got slapped yesterday. Can I? Can I tell you guys what happened to me? I'm I'm a little um, I'm not sure how to respond to this. I'm not sure I should be proud or disappointed in my son and in me as a parent. I am a Barcelona fan. My son Henry, who's ten, likes to pretend he's become like a Real Madrid fan, and I've told him he can't live in the house if that happens. Otherwise, I love him unconditionally. And he came to me yesterday, and and I was in the middle of like it was NBA time. I was doing a bunch of TV hits. I was I had a lot going on. And he's like, Daddy, I uh, I want to get a Pedri jersey. Pedri's a p- young player for Barcelona. That's that's great. I'm, I got really excited. Like, oh man, we got a bond. And he's like, Can you can you do you want to look at it? I'm like, Yeah, man, bring me the link. And I click on the link, and then I got Rick rolled. Like Rick Astley just started singing that song. Do you guys know what this concept is? Where my own kid Rick rolled me, and it took me like I just sort of stared at the screen. And what is that stupid song? And I can't even sing it. How does he even know what a Rickroll is? Because he's cooler than you? That was going to be my question. Where did he oh. find that out? Felt like I got slapped. I needed the mouth guard <laughs> and earplugs. <laughs> it's not How that did... bad. Only sometimes people get knocked out. Not every time. Uh, D-Cell's into... Wait, people get knocked out? Oh, yeah. Cold. Yeah, absolutely. So somebody's been watching slap fighting already, huh? Yeah, Wait, so... it's all over social media. How do you win? Is it a po- I thought it was a point system. Well, I believe if you get knocked out, I don't think you can compete anymore. So right. I think you win right then and there. People get knocked out with open palm slaps. Cold, because like you stand for this, and there's 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 something that you hold with your with your off hand, and people get knocked out cold and fall on the floor. 
It happens. <laughs> wow. Are you already competing? No, but I was practicing my technique. I thought you were going to be all about this. No, I don't want to get slapped. You're in your weight class. <laughs> I'm a little disappointed in this. I was ready. I, if I raised $2,000 and the winner got 1500 between the two of you and the loser got 500 Yes. Would you guys do it? Yes. No, I would take the full 2000 to let Diesel hit me. That's it. You would. Maybe. I'll raise the money, man. Like, don't even, I would be careful. <laughs> I will raise $2,000. I will get on Kickstarter. I, I will probably contribute a healthy amount myself. Right. Now, you know, let's you, make it 10. No, let's make it two. Nah, 10 sounds okay. better. Okay. Man, T-Cell just looked in his wallet. I mean, somebody's got a violence issue, huh? What do you mean? It's a professional what league do I mean? now. You're itching to slap somebody. It's Me professional now. Good, then go join it. Take those biceps that you won't show us because you don't make good on bets and slap somebody else. All right. Speaking of combat, uh, combat stuff, can I can I can I get a little a little like man advice from you guys? I got two competing things going on. One, I love trailers and I love the original Rocky movies. But here's a little secret. Years ago, when I used to have to get up at four in the morning to go to radio, like. When I was working till midnight every night, I was not a very pleasant person. I got up once at 3 in the morning to go interview Michael B. Jordan when he was going to do his first Creed movie. And maybe in retrospect, he was also tired. But he was – and Michael, if you're listening, I'm sure you're a very pleasant person. Famous people, it's unfair to judge them based on one interaction, but that's all I got. He was such a jerk. I don't think we ran the interview. He was so unpleasant. I refuse to watch most Michael B. Jordan movies now. Just I was just like, that guy was awful. That stinks for you because he's in everything now. I know, Al. I've had to let it go. But, <laughs> but I haven't watched the Creed movies. And last night I'm sitting around, and on the NBA covers, there's like, a, you know, the cheap three-second, Creed 3, it's on YouTube, and then, like, goes away. I'm sitting there, and it, like a Rick Astley song, it kind of got in my brain. So I went and watched the trailer. It's got Jonathan Majors in it. Is that his name? Who the guy is going to be? Kang? Kang, yeah. Yeah. He's a great actor. He is. It looks amazing. It does. I haven't seen either one because I actually have an anti-Rocky stance. I'm an anti-Sly Stallone. Um, Anti-Rocky? But now that I saw And it, I'm the problem on this show, right? I'm the problem. It's shifting. <laughs> <laughs> so the trailer looks amazing. I watched it this morning, and I'm already trying to budget time to watch the first two Creeds before March of 23, so I'm up to date on this bad boy. So you are going to catch up. That's where, that's where I'm sort of – and then I'm like, okay, Michael B. Jordan was, like, in a bad mood, and he, and he was sort of rude, but it happens. Like, if I had to get up at – and I had to get up at 3.30 in the morning for that, and I'm like, okay, he's on a media tour. He's a West Coast guy. Maybe I should cut him. And he seemed like a nice guy in every other interview, right? But just – yeah, you could have come on a bad moment, but if you want to take a stand against him, I, I'll join you in that. But otherwise, I might have to get caught up on Creed in the next five months so I can watch this movie. The Bill, third one looks amazing. Looks great. Bill, are we really going to let him slide here? Like, what do you have against Rocky? We have to know now. No, yeah, not Rocky. Slice alone. I just, I don't know. He's just too much for me. So you're not going to watch. I actually, it's on Paramount+. Plus. I actually am sort of interested in, is it the King of Tulane? No, no, no the King of, <laughs> not Tulane, no, Tulsa. Tulsa have King. Tulsa King. Not Tulane. <laughs> Oklahoma. The King uh, of Tulane. It looks, it's by the people that did Yellowstone. I'm, I'm, I'm probably going to watch the first couple episodes. 
King of Tulane is going to be the sequel. So what do you like about Sly? You don't enjoy action movies? Well, I mean, in general, no. That's not my favorite genre of movies. Um, but I just, I don't know. There's just, I can't take him seriously. I can't take you seriously. I mean, that's fine. I mean, to be fair, other than the first two Rocky movies, maybe three, which the first one won an Academy Award, what movie has he been in, D-Cell, that was good? I mean, I don't have a sly issue, but what? He he is You guys Nick don't like Cage Rambo? A thousand. You don't like I've Rambo? Never seen, I've never seen Rambo. I tried to watch Rambo. So we've stumbled upon the one pocket of pop culture I that you've seen. I enjoy action movies. I enjoy them. They're not great stories. They are entertaining, though. And he's one of the kings. He's on the Mount Rushmore of action movies. So you are just doubling down on violence this morning. You want a slap fight, and you love yeah, watching does. people die in vicious scenes. Or other than Rambo, which I am very skeptical is a good film, having tried to watch it multiple times. And the acting in that is, oh, man. <laughs> I'm Rambo. Like, exactly. Okay. This is my point. Nobody's saying he's a great actor. I'm not saying you should win awards for it. I'm saying they're entertaining movies for that specific genre. I mean, there's that. You got to take movie. it for what it is. Isn't he in a futuristic movie with Sandra Bullock where like he comes back from being frozen and fights? Is that Judge Dredd? Yes. Wait, maybe that's a bad one. Uh, get Shorty he's in, right? That movie's okay. I thought that was John Travolta. Is he in that as well? I thought there was like a there was some kind of like crime lighthearted movie that he was in. He really wanted to like Copland and pretend that was his renaissance, but that is just a a bleak. He just can't act. Is the is the issue? And that's my problem. I like I, I the point is I've seen definitely the first two Rockies, but never but only one time. Like never again. Like I never want to go. Oh, I should go Those watch Rocky now. Rocky, what's the Rocky four where he gets in a street fight against the guy that, when Rocky way jumped the shark? Are there 11? I'll say this. Michael B. Jordan's a great actor, and the Creed movies, because I watched all three trailers last night. After I watched them, they all look good. How many of the Expendable movies have you seen? Zero. Yeah, me too. Zero times zero is zero, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I can't help you guys, though. I can't help. I you. like how you went to IMDb. I saw you and just were frantically looking, and your face said, "Oh no." The Expendables none. are good action movies. They're not great movies by themselves. They are entertaining action movies. So he was in Get Carter, which I think is what I'm confusing with Get Shorty. I mm. think that's what I'm. Oh, you're mocking of? me for King of Tulane? Yeah, Get Shorty was uh, was Travolta. <laughs> no, no, no. King of Tulane still wins. Okay, <laughs> King of Tulane. Uh, Demolition Man. I, That's the one I was thinking of. But he sounds like a good movie. Judge Dread. Oh, Tango He's, and Cash is an acceptable movie. Is that with a dog, or is that I can't? Is that one of those dog movies where he stars with a dog? I don't think I've seen that. <laughs> or is that Kurt Russell? <laughs> Kurt Russell's in Tango and Cash. I believe they're Tango and Cash. I'm not I'm, sure of a dog's involvement. I'm thinking of Tom <laughs> Hanks. What's the Tom Hanks like? You know. Hanks and Smoochie, or whatever that movie is. What? <laughs> I don't think Sylvester Stallone is in any dog movie. Turner and Hooch. <laughs> Turner and Hooch. It sounds like Dango and Cash. You throw that ampersand in there, and it could be anything. <laughs> what can I say? He's the king of Tulane. That's that's all that I know. <laughs> all right. We got, we got off the rails on this one. That never happens. That never happens. I'm focused. Let's look at notes. Oh, have you? Oh, there's an amazing 
and by amazing, I mean it, it subtracts from the sum of all human excellence. Uh, there's a diss track that Padres fans put together that I believe the, the commissioner's office is looking at as reason to revoke their status in the MLB playoffs. We're going to play that for you, get into the Yankees win and, and that Padres series against the Phillies after we get a CBS Sports Radio update from the deputy king of Tulane, Andrew Bogus. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? You spend here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. You're listening to the Writer Than You podcast. Uh, continuing with that theme, D-Cell, this morning I woke up. I was reading a bunch of news when I went to read a Barcelona football story. Soccer! And um, it said tomorrow's game, you know, for Barcelona. And I thought, oh, these idiots, today's Tuesday. I went about my business. It's Barca plays on Thursday. And then five minutes later, I looked at my phone like, oh, I'm an idiot. How do we get to Wednesday? We're here. We made it. We're halfway there. We are hump at hump day. It's better waking up thinking it's Tuesday when it's Wednesday than thinking it's Wednesday when it's Tuesday. You know what I'm saying. Distracts are a bad idea, generally. We've done them here. We've done them here. Maybe we'll find... Have you ever heard these? We did... Have you heard these distracts we did on the show when it was like Stu... Who was it? Trace. Maybe Klug was still here. I can't remember. There, me, mine's terrible. Who were, who was everybody dissing? Each other. Oh, that's good. That's good. And then Dougie put it together. We should find Stu's in the system. It actually won. Maybe we'll play it, even though he's not on the show. Stu's won because it was the best, or Stu's won because it was the worst? It got voted. I don't, people, listeners vote. I, I think it's a comment. I mean, it was better than mine. Mine was so terrible. Um, But all of them look like, you know, peak Eminem. Compared to, or really all Eminem, um, a a group of Padres fans, you can find it on social media just to really get the full vibe of what they look like. But imagine me dancing, like putting away the groceries. That's kind of the rhythm. Uh, Here is an actual Padres diss track that, unfortunately for the people who did it, has gone viral. Billy going down to yellow and brown. That's what's in. (laughs) Padres on the loose. Let's go, goose. That's what's in. Bryce gonna lose, and Manny's gonna cruise. That's what's in. Give Philly no slack and send them back. That's what's in. I mean, that's so bad. It, 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 to be honest, it takes some of the sting out when you hear it instead of see it and hear it, but it still is really brutal. What's your favorite part? I saw you dancing. You know it by 
You know it by heart, Diesel. Don't lie. It's catchy. It may not be the best lyrics ever, but that little tune they got going is catchy. I can't help but dance to it. What was the man? What, Bryce going down, Manny make him frown? Is that what they said? Manny's going to cruise. Manny's going to cruise. Oh, you've got drops. What other parts do you like? Let's go, Goose. I love the inflection. Let's go, Goose. Uh, un- unfortunately for the Padres, despite a an attempt late in the game for a little bit of comeback ab- action, they go down to uh, to to the Phillies. Philadelphia could win this thing, and I think I my idea of momentum and, and, and its power is certainly not playing itself out with the Astros and the Yankees. The Yankees able to come back and win that series, big win last night against the Guardians. Uh, got off to a really really early lead from a home run from the guy that keeps hitting them. But the fact that Philadelphia, with what eighty-seven wins, not the same level of pitching, is in this thing. Diesel, I like it. I actually think it's interesting for the game because I do think baseball needs—it's not parity. It's more—it's more randomness, right? If you can just squeak in, then there's a randomness factor. But I do find this postseason strangely compelling. I just—I just do. I think I would feel better about the NLCS. And look, I'm going to watch either way. When we get to this point in the MLB playoffs, I think it all becomes very entertaining regardless of who's playing. I think I would feel better if we had one Goliath team and just one underdog team. Yeah. Being that it's the Phillies and the Padres, it just kind of feels like this new format is broken. I think if the Dodgers, Braves, or Mets were in this with either the Padres or the Phillies, I'd feel better about it. It is, it would be, I mean, we have it, we just have it lined up improperly. It would be cool if the Yankees were playing some American League version of the Padres and, and the Phillies were playing some National League version of the Astros, right? I guess the, I guess the Dodgers would be, would be that team. I also just, may, maybe it's me, and maybe I need to just get over it. I, I just, I don't care about Yankees-Astros. I know it's a huge deal in New York City, and, 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 and good for them. I know it's a huge deal in Houston awesome for them. And, and Dusty Baker, I think that's a really great storyline. But as a, as a huge baseball fan who is fairly indifferent to the Astros now and borderline indifferent to the Yankees, I, I just don't... Do you? Maybe uh, there's something wrong with me. As a, uh, maybe I've gotten too jaded, Diesel, because the Yankees have done nothing wrong, but they, they just they represent to me the number of organizations and cities in the country where baseball isn't meaningful and isn't going to be for any sort of consistent time. No, I don't think there's anything wrong with being jaded against these two franchises. you got one who was embroiled in maybe one of the worst scandals in MLB history, and the other one who the team never bottoms out because their payroll is always through the roof, and that's maybe one of the other biggest problems in baseball, that you have other markets who can't compete because there is no, not salary cap, but salary floor. Yeah. Uh, Here's a good stat, Yankees fans, if you want a little love. Uh, here are the list of the most home runs ever in a winner-take-all postseason game. You ready? History of the sport. Winner-take-all elimination game home runs. Aaron Judge has the most in history. He has four. He homered yesterday for the Yankees. John Carlos Stanton has three. He had a big homer yesterday for the Yankees. And Stanton is tied with Yogi Berra, Didi Gregorius, Troy O'Leary, and you know the world-famous Moose Scouring. <laughs> I mean, they've got they've got some mashers, man. They've got some. Ma- now, I will be interested in Yankees. Anybody they play, weirdly, 
it's the Astros Yankees that I'm just I'm, and maybe part of the reason I, I can't get excited is I just don't want the Astros to win because of the scandal you talked about. Even though now Altuve's still there and he hasn't played well, even though it's largely a different group and Dusty Baker obviously unassociated with that. Maybe some of it too is because I'm a Cubs fan and Dusty Baker destroyed Mark Pryor and Kerry Wood's arms. I said that once to Jerry Harrison Jr. He got real mad. He never gets mad. But deal with it, Jerry. I love you, though, buddy. Uh, let's do this. Let's talk some college football and other topics with national columnist Dan Wetzel next here on CBS Sports Radio. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.